The following is a presentation of the Boston Podcast Network. Podcasting is a great way for professionals to tell their story. Find out how you can get started at pod617.com. From the Pod 617 Studios in Westwood, Massachusetts, it's Are You Not Entertained? Now here's your host, Ed Nathanson. What's up to everyone out there? It's Ed Nathanson here back for another podcast. It's a special day where I'm going to again be talking about movies, music, pop culture, things that piss me off. And even more important today, I have special guests in the studio. Yes, the offspring of the chosen one, my children. We have my son, Jack, who's 13. Say hello, Jack. Hi. And my daughter, Brooke, who is 11. Hello. Now, before you get all over me about my parenting, it's school vacation week. They don't have anything to do today except be with their dad and have some fun in the studio. So let's get at it. Ed, it's it's like you said in the previous podcast. Parent your own goddamn kids. Leave me alone. That's right. right? That's right. Go on your go on your local town boards on Facebook and talk about coyotes or the laundry service or whatever it is. Mind your own business. I'm minding mine. All right. So again, as you heard, that's the voice of Ed's my getting upset. There it is. <laughs> my voice of my intrepid producer, David Zoo Yaz. Pleasure to be here, Ed. As, as always. As always. It's awesome to be with you. This one's for the kids. This one this is for, for the kids. kids. Yeah. So If you know me, (laughs) if you've been listening to this podcast, you know I am a geek of the highest order. And with that, I've been trying to raise my children in that same regard and teach them the ways of the nerddom. And so here today, what I thought I would do as a fun segment is start with a quick thing that we always argue about with my children when it comes to anything pop culture. A really important question. Who would win. Now, now, what am I mean by who would win? Well, if you look at anything, when we watch movies, superhero movies, assassin movies, cartoons, we always say, well, would this character beat this character? Well, today, we're going to put my kids to the test, and I'm going to dive in and correct them if they are wrong in their mm. answers. Right, exactly. So to Brooke and to Jack, first, if Brooke, if you just want to say a little thing about yourself, just introduce yourself to everybody out there. Um, I'm Brooke. And I like to do karate and a bunch of other stuff. All right, good. (laughs) Stuff is always something really important. And how about you, Jack? Just say hello and say a few words about yourself. Hi, I'm Jack, as you may know. And I love music. I play the drums, I play guitar, and I play bass. That's a lot of playing. Excellent! (laughs) (laughs) All right, so let's get into it, shall we? So this is a segment, guys, about who would win, okay? Just like we talk about at home. But I don't just want to hear your answer about who would win. I want to hear why they would win. So first matchup is Superman versus the Hulk. All right, Jack, we'll go to you first. Who would win? Superman. Why? No one can beat Superman. He's like a god. Well, that's true. Okay, I like your answer. I like where you're going with that. Now we're going to go to your sister, Brooke. Superman. Okay, why? Um, because, one, he's, like, super strong and got laser eyes, so, yeah. And even though I like the Hulk a lot, but Superman is just 
you know, stronger and better. That's right. So again, here, as you can see, audience, I've trained my children very, very well. Because Superman, oh, there it is. There's that music. It's like, I just want to rip open my shirt and bust out that S on my chest and go flying around the universe, turning back time around the Earth. Now, the answer is this. Is Superman, outside of kryptonite, is invincible. So they actually, if we had this fight, because one's DC, one's Marvel, what I would say to you is all Superman has to do is take Hulk into the atmosphere, game over. Okay? He would freeze to death, it's over. All right? So great. That's a great first start there, guys. All right. Next question. The next two would win. Ed, would Superman beat up Mighty Mouse in a fight? Superman would destroy Mighty Mouse in a fight. Although I appreciate where that question's coming from. It'd be a good fight, though. It would be a good fight. Don't underestimate Mighty Mouse. I don't think my children even know Mighty Mouse, except for maybe a picture on the internet. I'm getting to look like, who's Mighty Mouse? Dave, do you want to give them an answer about who Mighty Mouse was or is? Mighty Mouse was just my, what you think he might be. A, a tiny creature. However, um, uh, here he is. Here. Let's take a listen. So we're looking at Mighty Mouse. Yes. Here, here he comes to save the day. Mighty Mouse is on the way. He's a, he's a little guy, but he's got a cape. And he's wily. You know, he's small, so he can get into small areas. Right. And does have super strength. He does have super strength. Bullets bounce off of him. He's pretty he's Superman light. Right. Yeah. Exactly. But, mm -hmm. um, <laughs> Next. We yeah, we got it. All right. Next up is the Dark Lord of the Sith, Darth Vader, versus the Wizard of the Marvel Universe, Doctor Strange. We'll start with you, Brooke. Who would win? Darth Vader. Why? Because Darth Vader can chop Doctor Strange in half with his lightsaber. Mm, and there's the music. Oh, God. Can this play wherever I go when I walk into the room? Just to it, let everybody know. It's constantly playing in my head whenever I see you. <laughs> I find your lack of faith disturbing. All right, Jack, to you. Vader versus Strange. Now, that's not as easy of a question as Superman versus Hulk. Mm -hmm. Because Doctor Strange, though he is, a, like, he has those, like, portals that he can appear and stuff and like he can chop things like just like a lightsaber yes but darth vader has the force and the correct. force is like if you have the force you're very powerful correct so, so that's tough i guess i'll go with darth vader good answer good answer and again great thought out well nerdified answers but i'm gonna disagree with you both and I'm going to say Doctor Strange would win. Doctor Strange has power over magic and time. Don't forget, he possessed the time infinity stone. He could turn back time if he were to lose and just lose keep fighting infinity again. Stone. He did. He did. But he possessed it up until this last movie. But great thought out answers. All right. The next one. I'm... Right. There's the Price is Right losing horn. There it is. Sorry. Rules are rules. That's right. Rules are rules. All right. Next is to you specifically, Jack, because All I know right. Brooke has not seen these. This is a three-way matchup. John Wick versus the Black Kaiser from Polar versus the Equalizer, Denzel. All right. So Equalizer's out. No way he can compete with 
the Black Kaiser and John Wick. Mm -hmm. Now, but with John Wick and the Black Kaiser, that's a really tough matchup because I know Polar was based like is based off the story of John Wick. I mean, they don't take him place in the same universe, but you get what I mean. And so in the John Wick movies, he kills like hundreds and hundreds of people. But in same in the Polar movies, like he has that thing on his arms and he like moves them <laughs> Very back. Very cool and forth. scene. Yes. But that it's a again it's a really tough matchup but Keanu Reeves you know he's amazing he is the one so i'm going to have to say john wick correct oh i'm so proud of you that's one of those moments your bar, your bar mitzvah when you were born and that question i'm so proud of you i could not say it better myself mazel tov to you and to jack <laughs> all right this is back to everybody this is a battle of really rich guys with lots of cool toys and cool costumes. Batman versus Iron Man. To you first, Brooke. Um, Iron Man. Why? Because, first of all, Iron Man can fly. Mm-hmm. And Iron Man has, like, these, like, lasery thingy-mabobs that yep. come out of his hands. And so he could just, you know shoot those at Batman, and then Batman's done. It's a very well-thought-out answer. I'm proud of you, Brooke. That makes me all verklempt inside in my nerddom. <laughs> okay, to you, Jack. As Both. we hear the Batman strains of the, uh, the first the Batman first, movies. The first yes. Batman movies. Good job. Good job. Um, so, neither Bruce Banner or Tony Stark have superpowers. They're Correct. both just rich people that have these, like, cool things that they made. Correct. So... Batman, you know, he, he can glide, he can he has his bat grapple thing, I forgot what it's called. Yeah, the bat grappler, yeah. Mm -hmm. And um he has and then he has the Batmobile, which is awesome. Mm -hmm. But then on the other hand, to, like Brooke said, Tony Stark, he can fly, he has those beams that he can shoot out at people. Mm -hmm. And like if you saw in the first Iron Man movie when he's standing in the village with the people, he's saving all the people, he's like killing all these bad guys. So only Batman does the same thing, like Dark Knight. But I'm going to have to go with Iron Man on this one. That's really good answers from both of you, but wrong. In your opinion. My opinion is fact. Don't you know that as my children? You should know you that. You know nothing. That's right. Snow. That's right. Jack you snow. know nothing in this instance. Batman is the ultimate detective. Batman is the most powerful intellect on the earth. And yes, Tony Stark is brilliant, but Batman will always find a way. He even found a way to beat Superman. Yes, in... If he can beat Superman with his brain, he, he can beat Tony Stark. Yeah. Okay, here we go. Now on to a special one. I made this one for Brooke, but it's also because I really did... I have wondered this question often. Who would win? Wonder Woman versus the Scarlet Witch. Brooke, to you. Wonder Woman. Why? She's a god. That's a great answer. You just, that's, that, <laughs> that's a very good... How can you argue with she's a god? Okay, to you, Jack. I'm going to I'm gonna have to go with Wonder Woman for the same reason. Yes. She's a god. She's, like they she's say god. it in the movie. That's true. She is a god. As a oh, now, Brooke, talk about this. How often do I play this song at home? Um, usually, sometimes you play it before my basketball games. Yeah, to get her pumped up. Yep. Um, just a lot. I'll go back to the song for a second. 
in the first in the Batman versus Superman when we first saw oh, Wonder Woman oh, in the oh, film the music ever played. in the history of her character in the movies. We first time we ever see her when they're fighting Doomsday. And Is she song, with you? Right, and this song kicks in. Oh my God, the nerd goosebumps went all over my body. There it is. Oh. Is she with you? <laughs> yes, love it. Dun, dun, dun. There it is, yes. Oh uh, yeah. I'm all fired up now. <laughs> yes. All right, so I have to agree with you. As a matter of fact, I'm gonna go so far as to say this about Wonder Woman. There is but one character in both DC and Marvel that can beat her and that is Superman. That's it. That's it. All right. The last and final question is in the who would win battle is two people who do not have powers again. One from Marvel, one from DC. Harley Quinn versus Black Widow. I'll go to Jack first on this one. Um... Well, Harley Quinn is just a psychopath with a hammer, and she's like, "Oh, I'm gonna hurt you, whatever." <laughs> and then, but Black Widow is like a trained assassin who's been like working for Shield for a long time. So, and she's like, if you see an in Infinity War and stuff, she has that like sword thing, and she like killing a bunch of guys. So I'm gonna have to go with Black Widow. Okay, Brooke. Black Widow. Why? Because Harley Quinn, all she has is her little bat, and I don't know, yeah. And the rest, I don't know. Yeah. Um, and Black Widow is just, I don't know, she's more powerful. Okay, stronger? Yeah. Okay. So very well thought out answers. Again, I appreciate where you're coming from, but you are wrong. And again, my opinion is rule. Yes. Harley Quinn would win because of one factor. They're both excellent fighters. If you forget in Suicide Squad and even in the comics, she more than holds her own. Okay, besides her, her mallet as or your her bat. Okay, but beyond that, she's got one thing Black Widow doesn't. She's bat bleep crazy. Crazy always wins. Crazy doesn't know any limits. Crazy doesn't know when to stop. Crazy has no ethics. Crazy has no morals. And when you have that, you will always win. Black Widow has rules. Black Widow fights for good. Okay, Black Widow won't cross any line that isn't considered good. There is no line with Harley Quinn. Okay? I've taught you a very valuable lesson today. Now take that out into the world and use that to yeah, your advantage. I, I only wish our listening audience could see the rapt attention that the kids have. Just <laughs> taking it in. Right. It, Ed is drawing on a cork board and, and a whiteboard right now. And, and um, these kids, I think we all learned something here today. We so did. We nice. did. And we learned some very important lessons. And you all, I'm very proud of you. You did really, really well. All right, so we now... Yeah. Hi, everybody. I'm Chami DePerel. Let me take a minute to tell you about the Boston Podcast Network. How would you like your own podcast? The Boston Podcast Network can produce one for you, whether you're a lawyer, financial advisor, business owner, or really any kind of professional. You should have your voice heard through this exciting new medium. A good podcast is more powerful than traditional advertising. If a prospective client hears your podcast through their earbuds, you're already in their head. Literally, pod617.com will help you deliver a message and build relationships. Clients and centers of influence will delight in being a guest on your show. Go to pod617.com to start planning. And in the meantime, listen to the great shows they've already produced. 
the irreverent Bitchless Bride podcast, the hilarious show known as Shawshanked, and the wild trip through the paranormal that is Monsterland. Be part of the pod revolution. Visit pod617.com. In pod, we trust. Welcome back. On this segment, the question, as is the title of this podcast, is, are you not entertained? And was I entertained? Again, for a reminder for our listeners who have not listened to the other podcasts and tisk on you, you should, is first, we have a rating system of... Excellent! Or... Bogus! And I will be reviewing a movie in the theaters and one I saw on Netflix. Oh, there it is. I love that noise. All right, first up, a movie we saw in the theaters recently, and I say we because my children are with me to help me review this episode... The movie Aquaman. Zoo, take us in. My father was a lighthouse keeper. My mother was a queen. But life has a way of bringing people together. He could unite our worlds one day. Check it out. Arthur is talking to the fish. We see sharks pounding on the glass at the aquarium right. to young Arthur's command. Young Aquaman got picked on as a kid. They made me what I am. He's kicking ass in a submarine, apparently. Permission to come aboard. That's a good line. It is. <laughs> Great. <laughs> for you. Your half-brother, King Orm, is about to declare war upon the surface world. The only way to stop this war is for you to take your rightful place as king. Trust me, I am no king. You do your best thinking when you're not thinking at all. That was the worst pet talk ever. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so we we get the point there. We get the point. So I want to preface this review by saying that Aquaman, to me, as a kid, and so you might remember this from the the, the Hall of Justice cartoon on Saturday mornings, the Super, Su- Friends. Super Friends. Super Friends. That's right. Yes. That's right. Absolutely. So Aquaman has been something that I've always been one of my favorite superhero characters since I was a kid. And as a kid in the cartoon, he would literally, his only power is really talking to fish. Right. He's, he's mysterious and sort of strangely limited, uh, leading to possible ridicule by things like the family guy where a woman's getting assaulted on the beach and Aqu- Aqu- Aquaman is in the water going, oh, I can't do anything. Sorry. Right, exactly. <laughs> and even even more parodied on Entourage. You that's know, right. They, that's right. They made the, the not real movie Aquaman. That's right. Starring, James Cameron yeah. and, <laughs> and starring our boy Vinny yeah. Chase. So this is really art, imi- uh, life imitating art. That is. It is. It's very meta. But what I will say is this, is because of the background of the character, because so many people in pop culture had ridiculed him, I was really nervous about what this movie would be, especially since people wrongly did not like the Justice League or Batman versus Superman, where Aquaman was first introduced in film form. So I went in excited because I'm a geek, but secondly, because, you know, a little cautious because I was also like, oh my God, they better not blow this. He got one chance at this. And I have to say, they freaking nailed it. Aquaman was awesome. Super entertaining. I guess the best analogy, if you have you seen it? Yeah, I've seen it. I yeah. enjoyed it. Yeah, I would say it's like Avatar underwater. Yeah. But really much cooler because the Jason Momoa as Aquaman as Aquaman is just knocks it out of the park. He makes that character likable, 
believable and also kind of badass. Yeah. And, I mean, we saw it in the trailer. I mean, it, it's basically, he's basically like a modern day, almost like a modern day Arnold. He's a man of few words. That's right. But how great is <laughs> permission to come aboard? Right, exactly. Like, come on, it's exactly. right out of Arnold's playbook. Right, you know? ice to see you. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> he had to split. Right, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So, so there's that factor. And then the supporting cast was really great. You know, from Mira to the Black Mantis to, I mean, everything is just, it was so cool to see all of the stuff materialize and the world building underneath in the trench in the in Atlantis itself and the other kingdoms of the sea. It was just so super cool and really, really well done. I'm going to ask my children now what they and thought. Then Jack. Also, like, Black Manta was in this movie for like 10, 15 minutes maybe. And like, you think that, spoiler, you think that they killed him. But at the the after credits of the movie, because this movie does have an after credit scene, you see, spoiler alert, Black Manta survived and is on like a boat and he's planning to get his revenge. Oh, crap. And I didn't stay up. till that. Oh my God. That's great. Uh, yeah. 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 Shame. Shame. He's setting up, Shame. They're basically setting up a, a sequel for the movie where Black Manta is the main oh, villain. I love it. But yes. anyway, I, re- I did love it. Yeah. It was better, in my opinion. It was better than Justice League and. All right. So, the, so right there, you need to stop. Okay. Oh, boy. We're going to walk that back. Try that again. (laughs) (laughs) What did he say wrong? He said it was better than Justice League. Oh, okay. Yes. No, no, no. Ed's getting upset. That's right. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Brooke, your review. Uh, I thought it was really good. I agree. I don't agree with Jack with that was better than Justice League. All right. Oh, yeah, you're just saying that. (laughs) Excuse me. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I just thought it was really good. Excellent, excellent. So, so for me, I would give Aquaman a huge... Excellent! Excellent! Two excellents? Right. Two excellents, <laughs> two excellents. Okay, now, moving on. So, next up, I'd like to review a TV show that I've seen on Netflix, specifically Netflix. Oh, every time, it just gets me. So, one of the shows that, I have to be honest with you, my son came home from summer camp talking about, Daddy, you must see Big Mouth, you must see Big Mouth. And I was like, yeah, whatever, Jack. Until I finally one day had some time and turned it on, and yes, I'm going to be reviewing the epic Big Mouth. Zoo, cue the trailer. Hello? Oh, uh, good evening. Are you the puberty fairy? fuck did you just call me? The puberty fairy? <laughs> I'm the hormone monster. I'm just here to give your friend a nocturnal emission. <laughs> so wrong. How come in all these videos, puberty for boys is like the miracle of ejaculation? Oh no, that's the most I've ever made. And for girls, we're just a yarn ball of aching tubes. Oh my god. <laughs> Last night, I saw Andrew's penis. <laughs> what are you doing? Oh my god. And now you're worried you're homosexual? Nikki, a man can touch another penis. Excuse me? Even kiss one very lightly. Okay. <laughs> this might be somewhat rare for you. What are you saying? That most of the time I'm gonna like girls and they won't like me back, so I should seize this opportunity? Yeah, that makes sense. Everything's embarrassing. Everything is so embarrassing. 
There's another slit in the back, but that's only for my birthday. This kid might be a genius. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, so we get the idea that this is this is a very ra- very raunchy show. So, mm-hmm. so first off, Jack, I'm glad you recommended it to me because I really enjoyed it, which I'll talk about in a minute. But what the hell are they teaching you at camp? <laughs> All right. This is this was made for summer camp talk, right? That's right, absolutely. And kids, I don't want to embarrass you, but uh, I was uh, your dad's counselor for a couple years, probably. That's right. And um, Ed was the master of that of having that rap song that had so many words that would make a, a parent's uh, eyes glaze over with <laughs> horror. Yeah, but make the other fourteen-year-old boys chuckle. So yeah, yes. this this, yeah. this yeah. show is just right up right. that alley, right? Yeah. Yes. So, so here's my review on Big Mouth. It is a ridiculously hysterical take on puberty. And not just from the boy's side, but from the girl's side. And yes, there are ridiculous things like hormone monsters and all these things that go along with it. The language is very off-color. You know, again, yes, my 13-year-old son watches it. Parent your own kid. I'm going to say it <laughs> over and over again. My daughter has not seen it yet. It's not appropriate for her. So to all your parents out there, don't take my advice. Do your own thing. But it is absolutely one of the smartest shows and funniest shows I've watched in some time. So Jack was just saying who his favorite character. Who's your favorite character, Jack? Um, either Andrew, Nick, or Jay. Well, the- <laughs> <laughs> so Nick is the Nick Kroll character, I take it. Yeah, Correct. He's the yes. main. He's the, the the pretty much the main character, yes. the short guy. Yes. And then is who's his buddy there that we're looking Andrew. at? Andrew. Andrew. That's uh, voiced by John Mulaney. That's right. Of. Yes. And they're they're both so great and and I imagine I haven't heard Nick Kroll interviewed about this, but he, you know he's a he's a weird looking guy, and I imagine this came straight out of memories from his his adolescence. Don't no, you think? No, no doubt about it. And and even to his credit, they make the character look like him. If the, the he, it does look like him. And then also, Maurice is one of my favorites. Yeah. <laughs> Maurice is the hormone monster. So each kid going through puberty gets their own hormone monster or monstress right. on the female side, who actually I think the monstress is the funniest one of them all. Yeah, yeah. It's but then, every, Everything's so over the top and horrible, but but deliciously funny. <laughs> deliciously Go ahead. Sorry. funny. Go, Go ahead, Jack. Jack. But then in the, the Valentine's Day special that came out a few days ago, actually, Ooh. Uh, the hormone monstress takes uh, it takes Nick. That's right. Who, yep, that's right. Ooh. So it can cross genders. Yeah, the the. But it really is. You know, I always said the standard for me is The Simpsons when it comes to animation. Mm-hmm. The Simpsons to me were. I mean, gosh, it's been thirty years that show's yep. been on TV. But it was just it's so the longest smart. running TV show of all time ever, yeah. ever. It's so smart, yeah. so brilliant. I didn't think it could be topped, and then along came South Park, which I thought was just uh, yes. absolutely brilliant. Yes. I, I, family, I, family Guy. Family Guy, oh my God, Family Guy <laughs> makes me laugh so hard. It's brilliant as well. But I'm going to say Big Mouth is like the next evolution in smart animation. It's a bold statement. Yeah, I, I do believe it. And because it's on Netflix, there's no, there's no censorship on it. That it goes so... There it is again. It goes so far. As I've said, we're contractually obligated to play this. Every time. So it goes further and further and pushes, but it's smart. It's not crass to be crass. It's crass to make a point of how absurd puberty is yeah. in that whole period of time. It's, it's got a little bit of heart. Like, you you do feel for the... I mean, most of it is just raunchy comedy, but you do feel for these kids. And yes. you sort of remember when you were so friggin' confused about what's going on with your body and what I'm supposed to do. And for me, what's happening right now. (laughs) (laughs) His his voice is changing as the podcast progresses, yeah. Yes. But 
but in, it's got it's got heart. You root for the kid. You know there are mishaps, there are you know accidents that have the nervous moments in the bathroom and all that kind of stuff. And you can kind of remember those things. Also, as a bonus, we heard on the clip the very uncomfortable. Uh, homoerotic conversation with his with his with his dad <laughs> his so dad's his, his dad's voice by um, Fred Armisen that's who's, right. who's fantastic that's right um, and and one of the other um, Maya Rudolph plays yeah. the monstrous She's, yeah that's right yeah, yeah, yeah. so so great it's cast. yeah great cast really good show and before I give my rating I want to say my favorite character is Jay. The, <laughs> the whole pillow subplot. Oh my god! Makes me, so it's it's, so it's the kid who has a romantic right. relationship yeah, right. with, with several pillows. Pillow, yeah. Even has a child via pillow. <laughs> I'll just leave it <laughs> at that. A child yeah. via <laughs> right. right. Yeah. So to that end, my rating for Big Muff is a huge excellent. Some, excellent. Someday there might be a bogus, but no, there will so be. <laughs> there will be. There will be. I just love what I love. I hope you'd enjoyed this broadcast of Are You Not Entertained? It's been a blast. I want to thank my man, Dave Yaz, Zoo. Thank you. Producer extraordinaire. If you want to learn more about me, at Ed Nathanson on Twitter, Ed underscore Nathanson on Instagram, Ed Nathanson on LinkedIn. My website is redpilltalent.com where I do talk a lot of business, but I also share movies, music, pop culture, rants, whatever you want. Until next time, my friends, I ask you, are you not entertained? Parent your own kid. <laughs>